So this morning, we're going to talk about the sweetness of the Lord. And, <clears throat> and it was, it was been so crazy how the Lord has had such a shift in the spirit. I believe Apostle Peter a week ago was sharing about breakthrough and how breakthrough was here. And then, um, and then right before our trip, uh, I'm so thankful. I want to say a thank you to our team to our leaders, to um, the people, Isaiah, who ran the media for us while we were gone. Um, we were so thankful for everybody stepping up and really filling in and helping us because that was the only way we could get away for a little while as a family. And so I'm so blessed to call them our leaders and our team because um, they work hard just like we do. And we're so thankful for all of them, especially our worship team. Um, it's growing, and there's some great things coming from our worship team, and so it makes me very, very happy in my heart. Um, so anyways, I guess about a, a day before we left on our trip, um, I had gone to buy some supplies we needed for here for the, for the house, and I got out of the, the vehicle, and like, I'm on my do-go mode. I'm not praying. I'm not like, thus saith God. I'm, I'm like... I got to get, I got my little checklist going on, you know, and I'm like, I got to get this done and that done before I leave, and, and I'm on my go mode, <laughs> so I get out of the truck, like, all, like, and as I get out, there's a truck parked next to me, and on the truck, it says, maple tree, and all of a sudden, when I saw the truck, and I saw what it said, maple tree, I felt the presence of God hit me so hard. It almost felt like, like a wave came of his love and his presence all at the same time. And I could feel favor and breakthrough all at one time, like a wave just rushed right over me. And I had to stop there for a moment because I was on rush mode. And God's all, nope, I, I need you to, to take the time to receive this for a moment. And so I stood there, and I just shut my eyes just and everything God was showing me in that moment of his, his sweetness. And I just heard the Lord, the Holy Spirit say, my sweetness is here. My sweetness is here. And I was like, God, what, is, what does that even look like? What does that mean, my sweetness is here? And, and, and I, you know, when you think about sweetness, you think about the goodness of God. You think about how he's a good God. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. He's a good God. His thoughts towards you are good every single day. I don't care how much of a mess you are, what kind of mistake you made yesterday or five seconds ago. He still loves you and he's a good God. So I go through this process. And the same day, literally the same day, this friend of mine who lives in another state, we have been praying for a long time for breakthrough, for like a year. Because they were business owners in another state, and they needed a major breakthrough. That same day that I encountered the maple tree truck and the sweetness, and I felt the favor of God, this person had breakthrough all on the same day. And made a phone call to me and said, you wouldn't believe the breakthrough I had with our business today. And so it's evident in the natural the things God's doing in the spirit because God comes to confirm in the natural what he's doing in the spirit. 
And, and, and see, the week before this happened, I had people coming to me asking me for prayer for lost wallets. Three people came to me for lost wallets, that they had lost their wallet. And I was going through my little videos sometimes, and I was seeing people online posting stuff about it. And I was like, God, what are you saying? See, the enemy's the thief, and he comes to steal, destroy. He comes to do all these things, right, to steal from the believer, steal from the body of Christ. But then the Lord steps in with his sweetness and brings such restoration that it's ten times greater than what you lost. So there's no loss in the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter how you try to wrap your head around it. There is no loss. I really believe right now if you want to start a business, I'm speaking this as a declaration that if you want to start a business or you have a business, God's red is, is, is going to bust your, blow your mind in his goodness. And I'm saying take this in the spirit and grab hold of it from the atmosphere of what God's releasing right now with his sweetness. If there's uh, business ideas, vision God's given you recently, then step out in faith and start doing it because he's going to bless it. See, he loves to bless his children. I was, uh, we went to Niagara Falls on our trip, and as I was there, um, my son had gone into this little bitty building. It was like hundreds and hundreds of people there. Like, it was crazy busy. And my son goes, you know what, I'm going to run in real quick to go to the bathroom. And I said, okay, I'm going to come with you. So I go in there, and I and tell us that, that the restrooms are like two or three flights down, downstairs. And I said, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> so I, I walk out of the building, and as I walk out, I'm, I'm like far from the building already. We're like, we're walking towards to go find another restroom and this guy runs out, and he's, like, trying to chase me down. One of the workers fall. And he runs me down, and he's like, man. I'm like, oh, my God, did I lose something? Did I forget something? And I turn around. I said, yes, sir. And he says, ma'am, I saw you trying to go downstairs, and then you changed your mind and left. And I was trying to get your attention. He says, come with me. Come with me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and even <laughs> Apostle Pete was like, what, what's going on? And so I followed the man. He says, he says, I got to wait for you to go to the restrooms upstairs. And then you can take the elevator downstairs and you're right there by the falls. Right? And I'm like, what in the world? I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of people there. That building where this gentleman was at, there was hundreds of people there. Out of everybody there, he's going to call me out, run outside, leave his post to come tell me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is not normal. Things like that just don't happen. And it caught my attention, and I knew that it was the Lord trying to make That's what comes grace and favor. We talked about the coin of grace on Thursday. Grace and favor are always partnered together. When God gives the coin of grace, it's because he's allowing you to be his bride. And as a bride, he's going to make things easy for you. So I, I was there and I was like, I was so like a proper with this gentleman because I didn't know who he was. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. He, saw, he looks at me and he says, ma'am, you don't have to call me, sir. You can call me Bill. He says, I'm Bill to you. 
But it was funny because he said it like three times to me, don't call him sir. And the Lord, I know, was speaking through that man. He's like, he's like, I'm your papa. I'm your father. This is, this is intimacy here. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a father God. But see, through Jesus, we have the opportunity of intimacy that we can be so close to him. And I, I just took heed to all that process. And even the man saying, you can take an elevator and you're right there at the falls. And I just took it as the waterfalls were right there. And the Lord's speaking through that. And in Psalms 42, 7, it says, the deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. And I just, I just thought that was so beautiful how the Lord did that. And I, I was just like, God, you're so good. That, like, you know what I thought? I'm just being transparent. I said, who am I, God? There's hundreds of people out here. And you would pull that man out of his position of work to come get me, to make my life easier for a moment. Who am I, God? And he's like, you know, when you have those moments of the Lord grand for you, like some special breakthrough you've been waiting for, and then you sit back and in thanksgiving to the Lord, and you're like, man, Lord, who am I that you would do all this for me? I just felt that this morning, like, who are we that, that the Lord does all this blessing for us? We're sons and daughters of the Most High. We're royalty unto the Lord. That's why he tries to make our life easier. Because the whole thing is to make us understand who we're from, who the DNA that we carry inside of us is connected to. If your father was a king in the natural, we would have it made, right? We would go to the palace. We would have everything done for us. We would be catered to. Things would be done for us. And that's what the Lord's trying to tell us this morning. He's like, you're a king. You're a priest of the, of the, of the house of the Lord. Don't you know who you are? That things begin to respond to you and what you carry because of who I created you to be. Things, when you see things come to you, that's when you know it's the favor and the grace of the Lord. That you don't have to go searching for things or looking for things or strive for things anymore. That he brings them right to your front door. He brings them right to your feet of his goodness and says, here you are, child. And don't we as parents try to make things as easy as we can for our kids? Oh, I don't want them to go through the things that I went through. I don't want them to have this battle the way that I battled, right? Then why do we think the Lord has anything less for us? He, want, he died on the cross so we can have it easier, not to make it harder on us. Not that we would have this striving hard life of depression, striving and working so hard and, and being negative mode all the time he's like it's a done deal it's finished as I'm going through the process the, the Lord um, began to everywhere I'm going I just began to see the word the word maple every
everywhere, maple and maple and maple. And it's like even yesterday we went uh, to uh, Fort Wayne to get some equipment we needed for the church. And we were like, maple crust road. And I'm like, God, you are so good. But the maple to me speaks of his goodness, his sweet presence, the sweetness of Holy Spirit that Holy Spirit brings in with his presence into a place. And so I just kept seeing it everywhere. And I was looking it up last night and how we have like um, governmental parks in Ohio where they collect maple from. And see, we're not in the season in the natural for maple. Because I looked it up, and it said February, March. And we're not in February, March. Okay, in the natural, it makes no sense. But in the spirit of the Lord, he's saying, you're in the sweetness. The sweetness is here. See, we try to comprehend things with our mind. But our mind doesn't comprehend the things of the spirit of God. It never will. So if you think about in the natural, you're thinking, this is not maple season. I went to uh, one of the fast food places here in Bryant. They had a maple crescent sandwich. Seasonal. It's not even a season for maple. But you're going to have it on your menu that you go through drive through and see a maple crust sandwich. Like, God, you're speaking so loud. When he tells you something over and over, and over and over again, it's because he really wants you to get it. Really wants you to believe what he's doing in the spirit. He doesn't want to just waste his time telling you something over and over again to annoy you or for you to get frustrated or agitated. He's telling you because you didn't get it the first time. It's like us with our kids. Don't do this. Don't do it. And we constantly tell them over and over again and they don't listen. And we continually tell them, right? Because they didn't listen the first time. And the Lord's like, yeah, tell them they need to listen the first time I speak. The first time I say something to them, that they just have to believe it and know that I'm speaking to them. Let's talk about, um, I felt like a shift in the winds and a shift to the easy. And in Psalms 512, it talks about, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, you will surround him as with a shield. Isn't that so? Like, you just say that in your mouth. You can taste the sweetness of God. You're like, oh, my God, that tastes so good. Like, just this eat. You know what it talks about eating of his word? Like, we've got to eat those things. <laughs> in Psalms, it talks about a lot of blessings in Psalms. I love the Psalms. <laughs> In Psalms 90:17, it says, May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. That means everything you do with is not in vain. It's, it's talking about the favor of God resting on us through the working of our hands. That everything we do for the kingdom and the Lord is never in vain. God is sending his favor upon us through that. God is speaking the blessings upon us as we dwell in the house of the Lord. Psalms 27, 4. One thing I've asked from the Lord that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord 
all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. Dwell in the house of the Lord. What does that even look like? That means we're not supposed to live of this world, right? We're not supposed to dwell out of this world, but dwell in the house of the Lord, which is in heaven, which we should position our minds in heaven and not just in the natural things we see and the spirit of the Lord, that how we process things is through Holy Spirit, and it's not just our own natural mindsets. Number 6, 24 through 26, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. I believe that's where we're at right now. He is turning his face towards you. How powerful is that? He is turning his face to you to give you peace. That his face would shine upon you. That is, that's glory right there. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 through 9. And God is able to bless you abundantly. (laughs) He's able to bless you abundantly. (laughs) So that all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. (laughs) But do we believe it, Bart? From those who walk uprightly. He's not holding nothing back from you. You know, when you're in the worst times of your life, that's the first thing you say, God, why did you do this to me? Oh, we've all had our moments. I'm not going to pretend and sit here and pretend here because I don't want no lightning to come, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm very real here, people. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> but he blessed us. <laughs> Luke 145. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Do, do you see the two types? The believing part and the blessing part? When you believe the blessings come. The Lord is so, so good. I just, I just get overwhelmed by his goodness. John 18, 36 talks about, you know, I just, I just want to, I want to give an example of this because it talks about in John 18, 36, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not world. I thought about this the other day because I was seeing some videos online and see this house is not just supposed to be about a church, but it's supposed to be about the nations as an apostolic house. And I started seeing things going on in South Africa and the looting and uh, the running out of food there. And my heart just broke. And I was like, God, I said, since we're not of this world, can you supernaturally just care that for us 
out of prayer and intercession. Can you just go and touch those people? Can you just go and set food? And can you just go out of the heavens, drop some supernatural things to them? Because we're kings and priests, right? When kings and priests talk, they have authority. Because you have authority, you have every right to draw from heaven to speak blessings to other nations. You have the right and the authority to speak blessings to your region. You have the authority and right to speak blessings upon your family. Let's go a little deeper, right? You have the authority and right to speak blessings upon yourself. Bet you some of you don't even get that part, right? That's right. Jesus knew that there was another world. Let me tell you why he knew there was another world to pull from. Because when he had been through all these things, right? And he goes before the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he prays these words, my Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. He's not pulling from earthly mindset. He's stepping into heaven with his father in that moment. He's saying, God, if you can let this cup pass me by. Jesus was desperate in this moment. He had gone through all kinds of things already in this moment to bring him to a now time that he was able to pull from heaven through his words to have intimacy with God. And he was so close to God that he felt that he could just come and pull from him and says, God, if you can just let this cup pass me by. Have we ever been there before? Because I know I have. When I'm in a hard or terrible situation, I go before the Lord and I say, God, if you could just let this cup pass me by. If Jesus could do it, we're, his, we're the sons and daughters of the kingdom of the most high. We can do it too. Everything Jesus did, we can do. So there are times in our lives where we can come to the Father and say, God, God, if you could just let this cup pass me by. I've been there. And sometimes the rescue comes, and then sometimes God uses those things to help strengthen me and help me grow in him, to be stronger in him. It comes out of Matthew 26, 39. And he went on a little further and bowed with his face to the ground, praying, my father. He's desperate because it says, my father, exclamation part. If it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. If that's you this morning and you're in a desperate state, you don't know what else to do. You come to the Lord and you tell him, God, if it's your will, God, that this cup would pass me by today. You have every right to go to the Father in relationship and intimacy and be real with him in desperation and say, can you let this cup pass me by? We don't have to agree with the devil anymore. There is a shift that has arrived and it's not in the natural mindset. It's in the spirit of God. If you can just align yourself, I would even tell myself this morning, align myself with the things of heaven. 
that my process is not from an earthly mindset, but my process is through the Holy Spirit, the one that you left for us to lead us. The one that you gave your whole entire life up, that we would be left with Holy Spirit to guide us and to lead us. Because we're called to be a victorious bride. You know, this whole worthy, he's worthy to be praised. In Revelations 4.11, worthy are you, O Lord, and God to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things by your will they existed and were created. Why are we here? It was his will to create us, to have us here. We're part of his will. Let's go even deeper. The will of his inheritance of what he has left us. We're part of his creation. It's not just the trees and the birds and, and everything out of, outside that he created, everything that even man has created came influenced by him also. They just don't know it, some of them. But everything is drawn from him. Just people just don't know it yet. They think it's their brainiacs or their knowledge of what they know. But everything is pulled from him. I'm sorry to bust their bubbles, but it's true. Proverbs 16, 24, grace's words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. We, that's another one we could just take a bite of, right? <laughs> Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Have you ever seen a honeycomb and how it drips? That's how I see, like, how we see heaven that the goodness of God drips from heaven onto his children. It's amazing. Psalms 119.103, how sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. Man, that's, that's intense. I just love that. I pray that he make it so tangible, these scriptures for you, that it becomes so real to you, his goodness. That you would have a moment with the Lord that when you walk out one day, when you wake up one day in the morning, that you can feel his intense presence of his favor and his goodness awaken you. And you can feel it come to you. Because when that happens, not only do you know that God is real, but you know that breakthrough is there also. Proverbs 24, 13 through 14. My son, eat honey for it is good. And the drippings of the honeycomb are sweet to your taste. Know that wisdom is such to your soul if you find it. And there will be a future and your hope will not be cut off. If you're hopeless this morning, pull from that word right there. That he comes and your hope will not be cut off. You literally can just, just take it. You know, the, super, the, the things of God and the Holy Spirit have to be so real to you and become real to you. He's got he's to heighten your spirit to understand when he walks in the room. He's got to heighten your hunger inside of you. 
that your hunger begins to pull heaven down, that when he walks into the room, you know he's here. You can feel him. You can even have visions of the Lord. You can have dreams about him. There's all kinds of ways that he shows himself to all of us in different ways. And he speaks to us all differently on how we will understand what he's saying. He's not going to speak to me the way he speaks to somebody else because we're all uniquely made. It was meant to happen that way on purpose because we all have different things to bring to the kingdom of God. Psalms 23, 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I should dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. Can you imagine dwelling in the house of the Lord? Just, just take a moment this morning. Dwelling in the house of the Lord Just close your eyes and picture the house of the Lord. It has everything you need in this house. There's an abundance of everything there in this house. It's got the best fresh fruit you've ever had. It's got the juiciest steak you've ever had, the meat there. It's got everything you need, the clothes you've ever like the colors you've ever liked are there in this house that's right whatever whatever you like is going to be in the house of the lord and then he invites you bart to come over and he says come on over and dwell in my house with me and then we get there and then we have an abundance and favor and blessings come by dwelling in the house of the Lord. But we get so busy trying to figure things out in our own mindset and our own thinking that we forget that we have somewhere we can go, a safe place of dwelling in the house of the Lord that we can begin to begin to pull and take to us. You see what I'm saying? Like the Lord is so good in that area of just giving us the more. And we don't have to do anything for it. Other people with a different mindset will tell you, well, you've got to do this and you've got to do that and, you got, and, and you're not good enough and you have, to, you have to fix this and you have to change that. That's just such a lie from the devil. You come as you are to the Lord and he works everything else out. You come broken. When I came to the Lord, I came broken. I didn't come all nice and pretty and fixed up. I came a mess and broken. And then I had to come in humility to the Lord and say, God, whatever is broken in me, whatever, whatever it needs to be fixed, that you would fix it in me, that you would change it, that you would change my mindset, that you would begin to take me to a whole different place with you, a place I've never been to before. See, he's very, very real. I've had so many moments of the goodness of God and, and the Lord just, just, just let me just share just a few because I want to build faith in you. I want to hope in you that you're not alone. God's just not a person in a book. The words that are in there, they're true and they happen. I remember one time this company did some bad things to us about a vehicle we had. 
and we were without a vehicle. See, it, 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 something happens to the atmosphere, and it shifts when you talk about the goodness of God. And all of a sudden, we don't have a vehicle, and my husband says, I feel like the Lord is going to bless us with a car. See, in my little mindset of poverty mindset, I couldn't see it. Because I was raised that you worked hard, you got things. You busted your tail off, you got what you, what you put out there in work. So in my mind, I couldn't comprehend that. In my mind, I was like, man, I, I, I can't even, like, how does that even happen? Somebody giving you a car. And I was like, well, okay. Like, I really didn't believe too much at that time. And my husband comes to my son Peter and says, look, son, I know what God's saying. And I want you to hear me out. Just agree with me, son. And agreement goes a long ways for the things of God. So he grabs my son's hand, and they put their hands together, and he says, Dad, he was young, my son. He says, God, Dad, I agree with you. I agree that somebody's going to bless us with a car. I guess some months go by, and somebody calls up our pastor and says, Hey, we got a car. <laughs> somebody gave to the church and said to give it to a family who needs it. We had just started doing ministry. We had just started being youth leaders. And here comes this military person that had no need for this car, had brand new tires, had AC heater in it. Perfect. I mean, like in mint condition, it hardly had, had even been driven. And all of a sudden, the Lord comes and just says, here, it's paid off. Here's the title. See, that's the goodness of God. That's the favor that I'm talking about. When God brings things to your feet. We were in Alabama. My car broke down. I knew nobody. Somebody who barely even knew us, who barely even had talked to us, calls me up and says, hey, I saw the post on Facebook that your car broke down. Let me go pick it up. Comes, picks it up. I have no idea how I'm going to go get my kids from school because they were in high school. And I said, man, I said, I don't even know how, I'm gonna, how we're going to even do this. And he fixes the car, doesn't charge us, brings the car back to my house, delivers it to me, and says, here's your car. It's already fixed. It's good to go. See, that's the favor of the Lord. I'm telling you this because God's going to start doing things in people's lives right now that are going to look like they're unspeakable, unspeakable blessings. You can't try to figure it out in your mind how it even happened. It's supernatural the things God wants to do right now. You know, the, the person that called me up today that had the breakthrough, that was a supernatural thing. We have been contending for a whole year. Only God could have done that. You know, we're there, and then this man comes owner of our house there comes and shows up with boxes of groceries and said I just felt like y'all needed some groceries so I'm coming and blessing y'all with some groceries and I walked outside and man didn't even know us he barely hadn't even met us and I walked outside and there's boxes and boxes of groceries that's favor of the Lord you can't make that I didn't make a phone call tell somebody, hey, I need some groceries. Can you bring me some groceries? No, God told that person that I need groceries, and the Lord put it in their heart to come bring it. See, God moves on our behalf. 
He'll go around and tell people to do things for you that you never expected for him to do. Because you're doing his work. You're doing the work of the kingdom. And he comes in beside you. See, Holy Spirit should be hip to hip with you. That you're walking so close with Holy Spirit that Holy Spirit already knows what you need before you even say something. And he goes and gets sent out. The Lord was speaking to me this morning because when we went on this trip with my family, we hadn't taken a trip in three years. Three years, we hadn't gone on a vacation. And man, we needed it so bad. And when we came back, it was like a bittersweet moment because we knew we had things to still do for the kingdom of God. But at the same time, we wanted to spend time with the kids. We didn't want our sons. They're not even kids. They're young men now. They'll always be my kids though, right? (laughs) See, because my sons were not just my sons. They were my ministry team for a long time. And when, I, when we came back home, this sadness hit my heart. And I was talking with the Lord about it this morning. And he said, you know that same sadness you felt of how bad you want to spend time with your boys is the same sadness I feel from all of my kids. That I want them to spend time with me. That I want them to come sit and talk to me. And remember that I exist. Your kids don't call you, you're heartbroken. Your kids don't make you a part of their lives, guess what? It's, it, 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 it hurts you. Your kids don't come around into your home anymore. That was one thing my parents, as they became elderly, said to me. Nobody comes around anymore. They all got busy, all have lives, and they're too busy to come around us anymore. And my heart broke for my parents because I didn't know what that felt like. And the Lord this morning says, man, my heart breaks because all I want to do is spend time with my kids. I want them to dwell in the house of the Lord. I want them to come and sit with me and have a cup of coffee. See, we make things too difficult and hard. Well, I've got to put myself in ship shape. I got to look good because if I don't look good before the Lord, he's going to see all my bad things that I'm still carrying inside of me. And that's not how the father works. The father's just happy that you went to the house and dwelled there. He's just happy that you showed up on the front porch. He's just happy that you came in the door to say hi to him, that you remembered that he existed. That's why he's worthy to be praised. When you set all of your self down and your selfish things down to dwell in the house of the Lord, it becomes more grander than you could ever imagine because the favor and the grace of God comes upon your life in such a way. There's a deeper thing. The deep calls unto deep. There's a deeper thing he's trying to get you to recognize and understand through his Holy Spirit. It's not just something you memorize. It makes me happy people memorize the word, but if you don't feel it in your spirit, the word of God, and it's not living and breathing in your spirit, then you've missed it. If all I do is just just walk by somebody who I love and never actually talk to them, 
They're never going to know how much I love them. I could just walk by all day and dismiss that they're even there. Or I can sit down with them and have a conversation and have relationship with them and get to know them better. That's the way it is with the Lord. We get so busy every single day that we walk by Jesus every day and don't even acknowledge he's there. Don't even acknowledge that everything you have in your life till this moment is because of him. We've got to restruct the way that we think and the way that we are with the Lord. Because all he wants us to do is dwell in his house. I know this is the Lord because this is not even things I wanted to talk about this morning. I promise you. <laughs> but he's, he's telling me because when I went through these moments of favor and grace, he began to show me this morning. He says, well... You are dwelling in the house of the Lord as my child, as my son, as my daughter. And in that place of dwelling in the house of the Lord, there was an abundance there. You never ran out of anything. I've been helping you and taking care of things for you on your behalf for some time now. And you didn't even recognize it. And he's like, but I want you to go deeper with me. I want you to know the access that you have to me. I'm not a checklist. If you could just come and dwell in my house with me for just a little while every day. I promise you'll see the favor of God and his grace be upon your life like you've never seen before. You will see him do supernatural things that you had no ability to do yourself by just dwelling in his house. You know, I don't know about you, but I don't have my parents anymore. But when I went to my parents' house, I was always blessed. When I walked into my mom and dad's house, I knew that they were going to feed me. I knew that I was going to be blessed in some way. My mom and dad would put me a little carry bag together that when I left that day, I was leaving with something. I don't know if a new shirt they bought or new shoes or something. I was leaving with something. See, that's how a true father and mother are supposed to be. They bless their children. And I was so thankful this morning that I had the opportunity to have parents like that because it was a display to me of what it looked like to dwell in the house of the Lord. People think church is dwelling in the house of the Lord. It's not just church. It's much deeper than just It's much deeper than just a Sunday or a Thursday service. There's something more there God wants you to begin to tap into. It's like oil. You know, like the oils, people that go out and they, they dig for oil and they're, they're doing all this hard labor for the oil, right? But all it takes is one hit in the right place and the gushing oil comes forth, right? <laughs> That's where he wants you to be right now. He's like, there's a, there's a piece right there. You know, Thursday night we were in here. And I just kept seeing in the spirit pockets and pockets and pockets of the goodness of the Lord. 
Like it was unexplainable. I would turn to my left and I would, I would feel the Lord's presence so deep. And I would turn to my right in my worship and, and I would feel like a pool in my spirit, like, like heaven was here. And everywhere my feet would touch that I was almost going like, to like fall into a pocket of his presence. And I was like, God, like, how good are you? that none of us deserve it but we have access to it because he's a good papa he's a good father and even though in our minds we don't feel we deserve it God's saying you're my son you're my daughter why wouldn't I bless you why wouldn't I have favor and grace to be upon your life what are you thinking some of you grew up in some rough houses. God wants to remove that off of you this morning. He's like, my house didn't look like that house that you grew up in. The way your mom and your dad and your sisters and your brothers treated you may have not looked like when you dwell in the house of the Lord. But he's bringing healing this morning. Even in the imperfection, he was there with you. Even in the broken pieces, he was there with you. He didn't leave you. He's here with you now. You know, you're, it's no mistake you're in this house. It's no mistake that you're in here this morning. To dwell in his house forever. Not just when you're having a bad day or when you need something. But sometimes you just want to go dwell in the house because you want to sit with the king of all kings. Don't you miss the Lord? Don't you miss him? Don't you miss his arms wrapped around you and saying it's going to be okay, baby. It's going to be okay. I don't even know who that's for right now. He wants to wrap his arms around you this morning. He wants you to know it's going to be okay. I just feel the love of the Father right now. So strong. You know, when you needed something in the natural and you go to your parents' house and you would go in there, you knew your needs were going to be met because they were going to help you. It's the same way in dwelling in the house of the Lord. Oh, Lord, we just thank you this morning. Let's just, let's just step into this deeper place with the Lord because the presence of the Lord is here right now. And I... I want to acknowledge that Holy Spirit is here and the presence of God is here. And I want to value Holy Spirit and I want to value the presence of God because not everybody feels the presence of God. God, help us this morning. Help us to dwell in your house, Lord. Help us to go to that deep, deep place with you, Father that everything is met and dwelling in your house, Lord. All of our fears are removed in dwelling in the house of the Lord. Everything this world gives us, God, it leaves us when we dwell in your house, Lord. All the hope deferred, sickness leaves when we dwell in your house, Lord. He 
he's really coming in this morning with some breakthrough. I'm just going to call out what the Lord is showing me. Oh, Jesus. I just, I just see the Lord healing some hearts this morning. And he's like, oh, Lord. He wants to heal your heart this morning in such a way. You have to understand that it's okay to be happy. He longs for you to sit with him this morning. Oh, he has a longing in his heart for you. God, I pray that everybody here could feel your love this morning, Lord. They can feel the pulling of their hearts, Lord. You're mending, you're restoring things this morning, God. Help us, Lord. We need you, Papa. We need everything that you have for us, Lord, this season, Lord. We need the maple. We need the sweetness of your spirit this morning, God. Uh, some of you are going to feel just this presence fall on you this morning. He's healing certain areas in your life this morning. <laughs> See, we can't heal ourselves. Only he can heal us. And as much as we try to make it happen, our say that we're fine. Sometimes we're not fine. Sometimes we're okay. I really believe that's for somebody here this morning. You keep saying, I'm fine, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm fine. And the Lord this morning is going to a very deep place with you, and he's like, it's okay if you're not fine. It's okay if you're hurt. It's okay if you're broken. It's okay. I'm here to come heal you. I'm here to come touch you in places that you never knew you were broken in.
can I stand here with you and not be moved by you? And you tell me, how could it be any better than this? Cause you're altar for those that want to come and just be with the Lord. You don't have to leave, but we just want to, if you need prayer, please come up for prayer. Just want to be under the worship of the Lord. Just please come on up. This is the time for you just to be with, with the Father. Amen. So please, you're more than welcome if you want to come up and worship or lay it out, whatever. is here and he wants to um, bring transformation to your life and I had this vision during worship of when the Lord was pulled out of the tomb with the glory of God and his body began to turn and twist and go up to the heavens See, the way that we saw him here on earth isn't how he ended up in heaven. He ended up in heaven healed without a broken bone, without no slashes to his body. He was completely healed in heaven. He was made whole there. And I believe there's people this morning that need to come up because they need transformation in their lives. you're tired, you're weary (laughs) and the Lord's like just come and receive the transformation through the Holy Spirit because I want to touch your body and I want to heal you (laughs) not just on the outer things but the inner deep things that you've been battling he wants to heal you this morning (laughs) so just respond to the Holy Spirit and come up and get what he has for you
Crying out. 